So um, if you guys have, been, have watched this week's episode, we just had uh, my buddy Jordan, this guy, and our other friend JJ on the pod to talk about what's been going on in Minnesota and in New York and uh, the George Floyd tragedy and all that. Um, and after we finished recording, Jordan had told all of us an unbelievable story from when he was in college. And I just feel like the message that or what I got out of the story, I feel like there's so many people that were in the exact same boat as he was. And we all agreed that we should get that story out somehow. So we just figured we'd do a video chat and get it just to get the message across. And then here we are. So Jordan, whenever you're ready to, to yeah, man, no, 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 I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The story is, um, it hit, it, 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 it hits home for me when I think about it, honestly, because one of the kind of topics of conversation that you and I had, um, like a couple of weeks ago and on, on the, the episode that we recorded with you guys was not only the, like the current situation that is our country right now. Um, but also for, or from a perspective of, a, from a perspective of a mixed kid, um, like I went through an identity crisis when I was a kid and that had, for, for me, that plays a huge role in, in what's going on right now. Um, for a long time, I really didn't understand where I fit in, um, whether that was with my friends, whether that was on my sports teams, definitely in school. Um, it, it really didn't matter where it was. I had a, a really, really tough time, like understanding who I was and, and trying to figure out who I was as a person. Um, and in college, those things continued to happen, unfortunately, but I learned from those experiences and I'm very, very proud of the, of the, the man that I've become today. So the, that story that really kind of resonated with me and that I wanted to share with everyone is, is about that theme. It's about having some internal quarrels with yourself, um, to figure out where you fit in, in this world. So when I was uh, a senior in high school, or excuse me, a senior at Fordham, um, for those that don't know, I played football at Fordham, um, cornerback. We every year have a, a media day where we basically go out onto the, the field and there are photos that are taken and a couple videos and like intros for the, the big scoreboard and everything. Um, and this specific media day was specifically for the seniors only. So we had uh, uh, all of the seniors come out. Our class was like 35 guys, which was one of the biggest in Fordham history. Um, bunch of photographers, all the coaches were there. Everyone's in their jerseys and whatnot. And it was great. We went through all the, the typical media day kind of shenanigans where like guys were fucking around or some funny pictures. There's like the, the big ass team photo. I remember uh, my junior year, I just happened to be outside at that point, but all the seniors at that point like stood around the, the block F that's in the middle of, of Coffee Field, which, which is dope. Like that's just kind of a Fordham tradition. Oh, yeah. um, but that day, I start struck up a conversation with one of my coaches as all of the photos and the media shit was finished and my back was turned to the rest of my teammates as I was having a conversation with my coach and unbeknownst to me all of the black kids on the team like kind of were just standing around having a conversation like everyone was kind of in one group but then they kind of just naturally started to separate a little bit um and all the all the black kids on the team like got together and was like, "Yo, squad pick, squad pick!" Like we're all seniors. Like let's let's do this. Everybody, everybody get in. Everybody get in. And then the white kids on the team 
saw the black kids doing the same shit and were like, yo, squad pick, squad pick. Let's like grab a, a photo for the grammar or whatever it is. And I didn't, I didn't really realize what was going on because like I said, I was having a, a conversation with my coach. Um, but then I, I turned around and they're in the middle of like, both groups are in the middle of taking those photos. Like it's, it was a selfie. I'm, I, I don't remember who was taking each, but in that moment I was more confused than I ever have been in my life because at that point, like college is supposed to be that, that point in your life where you are really finding out who you are. You're meeting new people from completely different backgrounds and you're, you're interacting with completely new people and understanding where they come from and and their point of views about different things. And in that moment, like I, first of all, wasn't invited into either of those photos. So I kind of just stood there. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really know what to do, but I, I took it in, in the moment and then took it upon myself to just kind of walk into the locker room. And then the rest of that media day was pretty much over. Like everyone kind of shuffled back in and I didn't talk to anybody about it. Um, I don't, I don't really think anybody noticed to be completely honest, whether that was my, my coaches or the the rest of the guys on the team. And I'm, and I'm not necessarily blaming anyone. I'm, I'm really not like, I don't think it's anyone's fault that I wasn't invited or I wasn't in one of those pictures, but it's, it's just, it's an example of the confusion that mixed kids all over this country are going through, especially right now with the crazy, crazy racial indifferences that are going on. Because after college, I started to make my own friends, um, both black, white, it really doesn't matter. Like I, I become friends with a lot of different people, but what I realized was to the outside world, I am a black man. It is, it is that cut and dry. At no point after I graduated college have I had as much confusion about who I was as a, as a person. Like not from a character standpoint, but just from like, you're a white guy, right? Mm-hmm. I am a black man. Some might debate. And that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> some might, some might debate. No, but 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 honestly, like seriously, it's it it's tough for kids who are mixed, specifically. Like my example is my mom is white, my dad was black. I also lost my dad when I was nine years old, and have not had that father figure to look to for advice. My mom actually had to be the one to, to pick up that role. And I'm unbelievably thankful for the job that she's done, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's really just, it's unfortunate that right now there are so many issues going on and the root of them is how you look, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was at a peaceful protest today in my hometown, actually, and, and shout out to Southington, Connecticut. I am unbelievably proud of the turnout that we had there today. I am super, super proud to have been around those people and, and listen to everybody else's stories. Um, and there was a, a, a ninth grader. Um, I'm forgetting his name off, off the top of my head. I remember his last name. Um, but he got up in front of 200 people and started bawling his eyes out trying to explain to people what he goes through on a daily basis. And I resonated with what he was saying so much because I went through the same shit. He is having these 
these problems right now with racism and it's strictly because of the way he looks he is he's a he's a light-skinned kid him and i have the same skin tone but to the but again to my point earlier to the outside world he looks he is a black man and unfortunately the racism that comes with that takes a toll and to, and to watch a ninth grader a freshman in high school who's like barely five feet tall like he was a small kid to 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 watch him try to come up with words and just not be able to and just be so unbelievably emotional about it like i don't see how anyone in my position who has any sort of of voice to not share these types of stories to to give perspective Mm -hmm. it is i think unbelievably important to understand and try to at least empathize with someone else's situation and once you do that then you could come up with a, a a potential solution for the issues that are going on right now like you need to be able to understand the situation first and foremost put yourself in in their shoes try to see what they're saying like understand the picture that they're trying to paint for you and then have an actual discussion about it i also think one of the problems right now that uh, a lot of people and i'm and i'm sure you can attest to this too but there are just people who aren't willing to have a discussion oh yeah you know what i mean and i that, think that's that, the biggest thing we found out today specifically after posting that video yep. that we posted today and having people reach out and be like yo thank you for starting the conversation like i can't tell you how that's many people reached about, out man. to me i'm sure you i mean you just said oh, your shit yeah, was my going phone, crazy yeah my phone my phone blew up and I, and i'm super happy about it because that, that that was the whole point that is that is literally the whole point starting a discussion having a conversation and i and i understand that those types of conversations are are going to be difficult especially with your your loved ones like your parents your brother your sister your aunt your uncle your cousins whoever it may be your best friends it doesn't matter who it is those are going to be really uncomfortable conversations but they need to be had mm-hmm. they need to be had they need to be had on a consistent basis because if they're not sure you can call someone out like once and be like yo that's really not cool you shouldn't be doing that and they're just going to be like yeah, fuck off Mm-hmm. That's it has to be a conversation. Change. It's not just it, has, it can't it, be it has, to, it has to be a consistent conversation. Mm-hmm. You need to people need to be able to put other people in check whenever they see it. They need to call them out whenever they see it. And that's with anybody. That could be with a stranger that you are walking past and just happen to hear what they're saying. Like turn around and say something. It is no longer acceptable. And it is no longer an option to be silent anymore. That is, mm-hmm. I, for for me, that's that's that is what I'm tr- going to try to do from now on. I think that's what everyone should try to do from now on. Mm-hmm. So, I I couldn't agree more. And then back to back to what happened to you when you went down to the locker room. Like when you're looking and you're seeing, if you're my point is, I'm sorry, I just like got all jumbled up, but you're good. <laughs> if you have that, if these conversations are had, right? If these, right. if, and you're not having that identity crisis at age 21, like you're not, you don't have to make that decision. Ooh, do I like fit in with these white kids? Oh, do I fit in with these, with the black kids? Like that's right. not a, you're, cause you're, the way you look, you can't do anything about. I but can't, figuring, I, can't I, 
I can't, can't do shit about it. I look. Luckily, you're I can handsome. Sh- as I, can hell. Sh- I can. Sh- thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I can shave my beard, but that's about it. It's not gonna. Sh- it's not gonna change my skin color. Exactly. But like on the inside, you're figuring that. You're always figuring that shit out. I have. I had no idea who I was even when I graduated college. I had no idea. So like, right. for you to figure that out in that moment and have to base that off of and how you look is a part of that. Right. Is that much it's, more confusing, and it's just added responsibility and pressure on you. That and added emotional baggage that you just don't need to deal with, and that's added, I think what we're it's working towards. Pressure, absolutely. It's it's added pressure. It's definitely added baggage, and it's it's something that, quite frankly, white people don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's the that's the point. No, if one group of people doesn't have to deal with it, that means nobody should have to deal with it. Right. So, like, I mean, I said it right there. I have not. Uh, there's nothing. That, yeah, I mean, that was, that's the point. Like that was nobody should have to deal with that. Nobody should have to decide like what group they fit in with based on what they look like. Everybody should love everybody, be able to hang out with whoever the hell they want to hang out with. And, and it should be as respectful as possible. Like at all, like I understand fights and shit, shit. based on like you just not liking someone based on their character. But like, that's, yeah, the, they're, that's the they're point. Really, there, there really are some just shitty people out there. I completely understand that. Like there are people that I'm not necessarily huge fans of because of, the things that they do and the things that they say. It has nothing to do with the way that they look. Dude, there's shitty white people. There's shitty black people. There's shitty Asian people. It shouldn't have to – race shouldn't have to come into whether you're a good or bad person. Ever. 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 And it doesn't. But it shouldn't even be part of the discussion. Like that's what we're working towards. And that's why I thought this story was so important because like that yeah, internal man. battle is just – It's it's. I can't even it's been, imagine. It's, it's, it's been there forever. Like that memory is something that I'll have – for the rest of my life, like I'm never, I'm never going to forget what I felt in that moment because it was such a, a level of, a level of confusion that I have never felt before. And I, mm-hmm. and I was 21 years old. Like I'm, I'm, an, I'm technically an adult at that point. You would think someone who is a senior in college, 21 years old, who's had some life, ex- a relative amount of, of life experience, would understand how to internalize and, and rationalize what happened. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing or yeah. how to deal with it. So the, the, the couple years after graduation were crazy, crazy eye-opening for me in the most positive of ways. And after those years – and I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I want you to correct me if this isn't how you yeah. feel. But I feel like if you were put in that same situation now, right now. You're not looking at that. I mean, because I know you really, I know you may way better than I want to know you. So <laughs> I'm thinking in the way I know you, you're not looking at that situation like, oh, I don't know if I fit in with the white kids. I don't know if I fit in with the black kids. Which ones do I fit in with? You're looking at that situation like, damn, I fit in with both these groups. I'm more stressed on which picture I want to be in, which, you know what I'm saying? Like which picture you want to be in, not what you fit in with. Right. You feel well, me? I mean, like you're proud I mean, yeah. to fit in with yeah, both absolutely, groups. absolutely. To to an extent, absolutely. Like, I was actually having this conversation with my mom today. I, because of who she is, she's white. I know that. The outside world, when they look at me, they're gonna have no idea that my mom that my mother is white, mm-hmm. right? But I'm still proud of that. I'm still proud of the way she raised me. I'm still proud of the the values that she instilled in me since my father passed away and because she was the the one that brought me up. She is a huge part of me. So I'm very, very proud of the quote unquote white aspect of my upbringing and my being in general. Mm-hmm. However, I'm also extremely proud 
to the exact same extent of my black side of the family as well. Because there are millions of people around this country who are dealing with problems. Yes, mom, I love you too. Well, that's for the other side of the family. <laughs> that's as well. Um, but there are, there are millions of, of people in this country that are, that are dealing with issues that shouldn't even exist, mm-hmm. should not exist. Like racism is a systemic problem that has been a part of our country since its foundation, unfortunately. Like, I don't mean to go off on a, on a tangent here, but the... Do what you got to do. The... My uncle sent me an article on Facebook that was about the creation of the police force in the United States and where it came from, why it was established and when it was established and all of that. And and I'm paraphrasing here and I really hope I don't fuck it up, but the premise behind its creation was to regulate and help slave masters return runaway slaves to their masters. And now that's it has, not a great it, start. It, right. And, and now it has evolved into this entity that is supposed to protect the community and serve them specifically. It's, I, I can understand a lot of people's animosity towards, towards the police specifically in their own communities because of that. The, if you, if you take it to a historical standpoint, if it was created for white people to make sure that their slaves return to their masters. It's really tough to take all of the issues that we have, put them into play and still feel comfortable around them, you know? And I, and I have, I have friends that are cops. I'm, I'm actually, I'm I'm getting beers next week with two of my buddies in town that are cops and white because I want to hear from them specifically. Like I want to understand their point of view. So I don't know, man, all of, all of this shit is, is really, really heavy. Um, I'm super thankful that you are my friend. (laughs) I'm super, super thankful for, for the love, for the love that, that you've shown me over, over the years of, of our friendship and everything. But that love needs to be spread throughout the world. And, and right now, specifically throughout the country, like that's, that's the only way things are going to change. And I also understand change isn't going to happen overnight that it's going to take, it's going to take, it's going to take a long time, but it needs to start somewhere. And I'm, I'm more than willing, more than happy and more than able to be any sort of voice to provide perspective or I don't know, just help, help somebody understand some shit that they don't understand, you know? Mm -hmm. I, th- I think that's I think that's the other problem that other white people specifically are are having a tough time with right now. Like they're seeing all of these things on on Instagram, and yeah, they're posting and and reposting and donating and stuff. But then at the end of their at the end of the day, they still have these questions like, "A, what more can I do?" But I also I want to understand more. Yo, just ask questions. Mm-hmm. Ask questions, and and you might you might get a response that's like, "Hey, I I, I don't want to talk about this." Mm-hmm. And you, and unfortunately you're going to have fine. to respect that, but you can't, you can't, we can't continue to live in a country where those discussions just aren't had at all or be, because of people who don't want to have those discussions. Everybody needs to understand that. 
the more I agree with you 100%. I think the more open everybody is with each other in having those conversations, the more comfortable everybody's going to be exactly. around each other and and it, this whole thing will just be in the right direction. That's the exactly. whole point of this. That's the whole point. Damn, I love you. I love you too, dog, for real. Damn. When are we doing another episode? Literally, I was just about to say like let's just do it this weekend. I got Oh, no. I Dylan's mean, in done. Boston. Dylan's in Boston this weekend, the weekend after. He can we can do a Zoom call. That's you cool. We just come over and come in the pool, dude. I might I might actually depending on what time my sister gets home on Saturday, I might do that. That was a really so. shitty answer. You should have just been like, "Yeah, I'm coming to the pool." I mean, I can come up for like the <laughs> bring or come wrist, down for like bring the wrist morning. Chaps. She's coming. Well, maybe Sunday. Come Sunday. Dude, we cook maybe Italian Sunday. dinner uh, on Sunday. Can you handle kidding. some pasta? Don't just do kidding. Sunday. I'm I'm being told that we're doing a family lunch on Sunday. So, and you should do a family lunch. You do that. I agree. I agree. But we'll do yeah, something dog. soon. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. For and sure. it, also, for the record, it doesn't necessarily have to be about this specifically. Like, no, I'm more than happy to talk about this, but yeah, I just want to fucking hang out, dog. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. I'm glad. We, I'm dog. glad we did the story, dude. This is it was it, this was a great conversation, and we talked about so much more than I thought we were going to talk about. This was great. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy. Well, that's that's what ha- that's what happens. Like, I, it just it goes off into these tangents, but they're all kind of related. Well, and know? there's just so much. Yeah, there's so much that goes into. All these emotions, like it's yeah. not just this one story. It's the, your whole fucking life. It's everything. It's everything that's going on right now. It's all this shit. It's everything. Honestly, one of the I think the the chant that stuck out to me the most at tonight's protest in downtown Southington was, "What is his name? Too many to name." Think about that. It's too many to name just from twenty twenty. Exactly. Like, just from... From 2020 week, from alone. From the last week of May. It's too many 2020 to name. alone, there are too many to name. And it's unbelievably unfortunate, but um, that is the state in which our country is in right now. But I'm also extremely proud to be a voice of what we hope will be change. So. Dude, I got to tell you, I'm so proud of you because... Thanks, dog. Just, first of all, I'm just proud to have you as a friend for... A ton of reasons, but just like watching you talk about this stuff, like you're such a positive voice, uh, like for this cause. Like I've never, we've never. I mean, we've had discussions about race before, yeah, but never under these circumstances. And I just, I didn't realize how, how well you were able to be that voice. Like you're really, you have to. I, I want to tell you, you have to keep being that voice. Like. You have I, to be. I absolutely. I will absolutely continue to be that voice. I don't. I don't know where I'm going to do it other than on your show. But doesn't hey, matter. That's cool. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that's you can call cool. my show any day of the week. That bro. that is that is cool, man. I'm I'm here for all of it. Here for Good. all of it. And again, th- and thank you seriously for for having me and Jay onto the la- or the, the this past episode. Like, I know he was kind of hesitant to begin with. Um, I'm but, so glad he came too. Yo, I'm telling you, talking about things and having people there to legitimately listen to what you are are trying to get across does wonders mm-hmm. for your psyche. And I can tell you as the person who is listening, that does wonders for your understanding. Like, that's why me and Dylan were so – like, we were trying to figure out a way to talk about this where – we didn't because we are we don't experience this on a day-to-day basis so we wanted right. to be very careful in what we talked about and how we spoke about it and the second you reached out to me i was like 
we need, we're going to just fucking learn. We're having Jordan on and we're going to learn. And then you brought JJ, which added a whole, because his perspective is completely different from yours. And it was completely like, completely different from mine. His experiences are completely different from mine. And he's but a different guy. They, he thinks differently right. and everything was different. So it was just for me and Dylan, I don't know if we've ever gotten more out of a, out of a Dude, conversation I'm, in my I'm, life. I'm, I'm super fucking happy about that. Like unbelievably happy. I've had, like my phone was blowing up all day today with people reaching out like, reposting my post your post the podcast in general and got a couple of like really long messages from people that is like they were trying to explain they have never thought about those things before mm-hmm. so for me specifically i am i'm so i'm i'm so happy to have had the opportunity to, to share my stories and share my experiences and, and provide at least a little bit of perspective for people who just otherwise wouldn't have had that information and probably wouldn't have changed their opinion on a lot of different things. Yeah. So, yep. and just like we said, start the conversation, bro. That's got to start is. the conversation. And, and I know they're going to be hard. I, I know every it's important conversation is hard. It's got to start. It's got to yep. start. Yeah, man. Love you, dog. Love you, too. Tell your mom I said love you also. I will. Um, <laughs> right now. What? Say it right now. Say what? To your mom. What? That I love you. Oh, Joe loves you. There you go. She goes, I love you, too. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, what are you doing the rest of this week?